Hello, and welcome to the Voices of Sustainability podcast. I'm your host, Ellie Merritt, and today we'll be hearing from Zoe. Zoe is our other Haas co-president, a biology and philosophy double major, and is passionate about environmental justice. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about water insecurities. These range from costly water bills to concerns about water contamination, etc. An often used example of water insecurities is the Flint water crisis that started in 2014, when lead contamination endangered the health of over 200,000 residents. This is an extreme example of a water insecurity, and oftentimes people forget that things like this happen all over the state, and they're happening right now, putting people and ecosystems in danger. There is widespread PFAS and chemical contamination in our waters, and there are people that don't have access to clean and affordable water all over Michigan. This summer, I worked as a policy intern for a nonprofit organization in Northern Michigan. It was called For Love of Water, or FLOW for short. One of my projects this summer was to analyze these barriers to water use, and in particular, to assess the vast array of these insecurities present in small, rural Michigan cities and towns. In the next several minutes, I'm going to give a rundown of the three-city case study to demonstrate the diversity of this issue. The three locations are Benton Harbor, Beulah, and Midland. Residents of Benton Harbor have faced many challenges regarding accessibility, affordability, and quality of their drinking water. Due to an industrial boom in the 1950s, the city experienced rapid population growth and their water infrastructure swelled to meet the residents' needs. However, as large manufacturing businesses began to decrease in the second half of the century, there was a significant decrease in population. Benton Harbor's population is currently of half its peak at 10,000 residents, with 47% of the population living below the poverty line following an economic recession. The city entered into a four-year state of emergency management due to these financial difficulties from 2011 to 2014. Directly, industries and failing water service lines have contributed to increasing concerns about water supply contamination from cadmium and lead over the last 50 years. Indirectly, the water system expanded to accommodate a growing population in an industrial setting, but as the population decreased again, the water infrastructure remained enlarged. The water systems in Benton Harbor have consequently faced many delinquent water bills resulting in water shutoffs to residential homes, and an increase of water rates as the utility attempts to maintain the aging and oversized drinking water system. The municipal water rates are $4.44 per 100 cubic feet of water as of 2020. This is nearly double the rate of a neighboring city, St. Joseph, Michigan, which charges $2.30 per cubic 100 cubic foot. In addition to concerns about affordability, residents have reported that they're concerned about the quality and safety of their water. Most notably, residents have reported concerns about the tap water's taste, odor, and appearance. In effect, many residents using municipal water for drinking purposes have stopped. With many residents relying on bottled drinking water, there is a reduction in the overall flow rate through the system. Moreover, the increase in residents' time of water in the pipe, increased residents' time of water in the pipes with reduced frequency and quantity of water flow could provide a greater opportunity for contamination of their lines. It is thus vital that the water lines maintain a constant pressure and flow. But how are people supposed to do that if they don't trust the water that they're getting? 
The next example is Beulah, Michigan. And after 85 years, the 50,000 gallon water tank uh, in Beulah was replaced with a 150,000 gallon tank. The initial water tank violated the Safe Drinking Water Act in three ways, prompting the DEQ in 2014 to issue the village a notice of violation. It wasn't large enough to meet the domestic and fire flow demands, and there were a lack of inspection records guaranteeing that the tank was watertight and free of contamination. In addition to the water tank replacement, the village was required to replace approximately two miles of aging and damaged water in sewer main. The village's, the village's oldest water line, which was installed in 1939, comes directly off the tank, and it has broken several times, most recently in 2017, causing a 250,000 gallon spill that dropped water pressure in the village and closed a street. The cost of the larger water tank was $800,000, and the new water mains were about $3.1 million, totaling approximately $3.9 million that they had to pay for their infrastructure repairments, with a 2% interest rate um, for a loan by the USCA. Municipal water rates in Beulah rose significantly, significantly to cover the costs of this loan and water bills for Beulah's 380 water customers more than doubled beginning in October 2017. The fee, the ready-to-serve fee, increased from $38.50 to $94.28 per quarter, and the usage fee increased from $3.50 to $8.80 per 100 cubic feet. This has left a lot of residents struggling to keep their water bills uh, completed and intact, and it's going to continue like this until the loan is paid off for the USDA. My last example is Midland, Michigan, which we all know of the flood that occurred, resulting in six to eight inches of rain in a 48 hour period. Um, this caused extreme flooding and closed a series of roads um, due to a breach of the Edenville Dam and the Sanford Dam, requiring over 10,000 Midland County residents to evacuate their homes and causing the counties of Midland, Gladwin, and Saginaw to declare a state of emergency. The Titabawasi River crested on May 20th at 35 feet, exceeding a record held in 1986 of 33.9 feet. This was 10 feet above the flood level. The consequences of this monumental flood have been devastating. Following the draining of the Wixom Lake after the Edenville Dam breach, 300 wells in Mich Midland and Gladwin counties have reported low water pressure in their residential wells, and many wells have even run dry, leaving residents without any access to water. Water for fire suppression, which was formerly taken from these waters, was depleted. The remaining functional water tanks were then procured for use by the local fire departments. Additionally, some areas of Midland are experiencing a disturbance in sanitary sewer service because of the ongoing flooding conditions and overflow to sewers. These sewer pump stations include many different counties. Residents who are able to return to their homes were thus advised to refrain from utilizing products and facilities that run water, and well owners were also instructed to test their water for nitrates and bacteria as 20% of the wells tested have been found to be contaminated. This is presumed to be a result of contaminated sediment from the bottom of the Titabawasi River being stirred up from the historic floods. Rural and urban cities all across the nation and all across Michigan are struggling with water infrastructure related issues 
from dam failures to aging infrastructure to exorbitant water rates. This is coming from the state with access to the world's greatest supply of freshwater resources. The same resources that provide for dietary and sanitary needs, maintain our aquatic ecosystems, and hydrate fields and farms. When you're using your drinking water or taking a 30-minute shower, try to remember the value of your water. Remember that people, even in cities close to you, may not have the same access to your water resources. Follow us on our Instagram at Haas underscore Hope College and stay tuned for our next episode.